Hey guys, welcome to another episode. We're going to be talking about red flags today and I hope that this doesn't come off the wrong way, but I'm just going to be straight up. I'm just going to tell you guys how I speak to my friends, people who come to me for relationship advice because sometimes you need the truth. And what I've noticed that when it comes to red flags is a lot of people ignore, a lot of women ignore uh, red flags because they themselves are a red flag. And sometimes what we do is we, when we start dating someone, we kind of, and we like them, when there's emotions involved and we like them, we kind of allow for people to overstep boundaries or we turn those red flags into blue flags, pink flags, yellow flags, and we just want it to work. And usually this comes from a wounded feminine energy where you're willing to settle for whatever it is that you are receiving because you don't want to be alone. This is what creates problems in the future. Seeing, be, Being able to take those red flags that you see in the beginning and noticing them and being like, this is not for me, saves you two years, three years of toxic relationships. And most relationships last only that long because we completely ignore all of those red flags and the reason that I say that you are a red flag if you're a red flag you most likely attract or accept red flags is because when you do your inner work when you truly do your inner work when you stay single for a long time maybe even stay celibate for a long time and you go deep within yourself and you realize maybe I accepted certain things because of my parents or my community, the people that I was surrounded with, they themselves were red flags. And you see how you were molded into the person that you are now because of all of the trauma that was built around you, right? You begin to go deep within yourself and you see how did this situation affect me? How did all of these things that happened throughout my life, how did that affect me on some level? And how am I transmuting this energy? How am I toxic? How am I a red flag? How am I contributing or how did I contribute to everything that has ever happened to me? One of the things that I teach in my coaching uh, business is you have to take responsibility for being where you are. I don't mean blaming yourself and putting yourself down for people cheating on you, people mistreating you, people overstepping the boundaries that you had set for yourself. It's about taking responsibility for being where you are and saying, okay, maybe they were in the wrong, but I contributed in some way. I allowed it in some way. I allowed for people to treat me the way that they treated me in some way. And I played a part in a role in that. And by taking that power and saying, I'm a cause for everything that has ever happened in my life, you take your power back and you say, well, since I am a cause for everything and everything and being where I am right now is because of what I did or didn't allow, you get to say, okay, well, now I have the power to change it because I put myself here, I can take myself out. And a lot of the times we kind of play this victim role in every single situation because our ego is just up here, right? It doesn't want to be wrong. It, does, it doesn't want to have to take responsibility because it's very hard to take responsibility sometimes. And when you go deep within yourself and you heal those things about yourself and not when I say heal I'm kind of like trying to step back from saying the world word healed because you're never really fully healed there's always 
going to be more. There's always more layers. And if you haven't watched my or listened to my last podcast, um, I talked about how we have so many layers to ourselves and how I recently uncovered a layer about myself that was just so unconscious that it completely shifted my entire life literally a couple of days ago. But you, when you start really going deep within yourself and you start taking responsibility for everything, you start seeing how you are a red flag and how you have contributed to your, with your toxic ways, you get to, to start dissolving them, right? You start dissolving them and you even see dating differently. This is what happened to me. I been single for years, okay? I've been single for years. I've been celibate for a while, for a while, okay? And something big that I've learned is that when you get to be alone for such a long time, you really dig deep into who you are and the things that you want, that you think you want, are not actually what you want. You just think you want them, but that's a whole other podcast. What I'm trying to say is that when you are able to see how you've contributed to everything and how you might be toxic, you no longer accept that from other people. When you've done the healing within yourself, you will not accept anyone else who hasn't done the healing within themselves and you won't even find them attractive. You can see the finest man, the finest woman you've ever seen in your entire life. But for me, as an example, if you are not emotionally intelligent, if you are misogynistic, if you are not in that divine masculine energy, you are not attractive to me because I have set boundaries. I have healed myself to a certain extent. I have seen how I can be toxic. I understand my triggers. I understand my wants. I understand my needs. I know where they stem from 90% of the time. And it allows me to see that within someone else. I'm going to say this because I feel like it's very important to understand, but a man who is emotionally intelligent, um, a man who is of value, so I mean, doesn't have to do with money status, fame status, how many Instagram followers they have, a man of true value, which is the man who is emotionally intelligent, emotionally available, a man who has gone within himself, who isn't misogynistic, a man who has really healed those inner wounds with himself and is committed to himself is the type of man that you want. Because when you think of how you want to be supported, how do you imagine yourself being supported with a partner? You know, do you want a partner who mistreats you? Do you want a partner who doesn't allow you to grow? Because in a relationship, when you get in a relationship with someone, you are mirroring each other, right? Maybe you're not as toxic as the other person or maybe they aren't as toxic as you, but in some way... You are allowing each other to either stay stagnant or you are helping each other grow because you can't be in a relationship with someone where one person is trying to grow, trying to heal, trying to expand while the other one is trying to stay the same. One of them has to give. One person has to give. And in some way, you either agree unconsciously to remain the same. I'll ignore your red flags if you ignore my red flags. I'll put up with your shit if you put up with my shit. Or you both communicate, you both grow, you both try to expand and see where is this jealousy or anger or these triggers coming from when it comes to me and you. So red flags are 
you know, it can be a range of many different things. And the reason why a lot of us, we kind of ignore it or we choose to ignore it to, you know, not be alone and to have somebody there for us is because it was probably a red flag we've seen within our parents. And I know that a lot of times we kind of want to do the opposite. Like when we have parents who have been very toxic, maybe um, they were inconsistent, maybe they were just always arguing, cheating, never supporting each other. It becomes so normalized. We think that it's normal. And we think that, you know, we unconsciously seek that within someone else. And sometimes what we do is we tr- we think that we are being rebels by seeking for someone completely different. But unconsciously, we end up searching for someone who is exactly the same. Because I've seen this quote once that said, you trying to heal someone else is a reflection, an inner reflection of your inner child trying to heal your parents. If I'm pretty sure someone out there can relate, but I used to want to heal my parents and I used to give my parents advice at a very young age. Like I was a seven year old giving my parents advice on what to do or having these conversations with them that maybe a seven year old didn't have to do. And I found myself growing up trying to fix men, trying to have, you know, play that wounded feminine energy of just providing, providing, trying to prove myself of how worthy I am because in a way I wanted to heal them. And a lot of women are caught up in that. A lot of women are caught up in trying to prove themselves and trying to fix someone because maybe they wanted to fix their parents in a way. In our human nature, we are creatures of partnership, right? What we are here to do, what's engraved in our DNA is to reproduce and to find someone, to find someone we can reproduce with. So consistently saying that you don't want to be with someone when you know deep down you do and constantly saying that you don't need anyone is that wounded feminine energy. When in reality... Most of us, we want to find a partner that we can spend the rest of our lives with. And I've really, I've really learned to love that part of myself because I am a lover. I'm a lover. I love, love, I love. I'm a hopeless romantic, I guess you can say. And I know that there is someone out there who will match my energy. I know there's someone out there who will treat me the way that I want to be treated vice versa we will match each other and I'm not settling I'm seeing the red flags as they are because I know that deep down I have that belief deeply rooted within me I don't know if it's going to be within a year maybe 10 years maybe five years but I know someone is out there for me and I guess you have to really step back and see you know what type of woman do I want to become what type of woman do I want to show up for myself who do I want to be for myself, for my children, and by me being the woman that I am, how will that show up in my relationship, right? How will me right now stepping into my highest version of myself, how can I be that person? What type of identity do I want to embody right now that will allow me to align to my divine counterpart that will allow me to align to someone who isn't a red flag, someone who treats me with with respect, someone who tries to understand my love language and 
does everything in their power to make me feel happy and safe and protected and loved and whatever it is that you want to feel but the only way that you're going to recognize that in someone else is if you've done the inner work within yourself is if you've really stepped back and seen okay why am i allowing for red flags to just slip by in my dating life what void am i trying to fill what is this proving to myself am i trying to prove that i'm worthy enough why do i keep putting allowing you know myself to get put into these situations where i know for a fact i deserve so much more that's what people mean when they say you have to align to that person right you're always going to align to people who are on the same vibrational frequency as you meaning you are a mirror of the most mo the majority of the people in your life in some way some shape form or way right what you allow right now is a reflection of yourself so if you look around and you see the people that you're dating your friends the people that you're constantly surrounding yourself with on your free time is a mirror to who you are so really check yourself and see what type of woman am i by doing this what who am i showing up as right now and if you're someone who's trying to manifest really a partner a divine partner someone who you can grow family with someone who you can just grow with and be abundant be safe have financial freedom have freedom in general with and really enjoy this life with them check and see if you are currently thinking long term or short term when it comes to the pleasure that you receive from being with someone and this is not to say like don't date you know don't date no one and just like be cold and be super picky i'm not saying that because dating is also part of the process right enjoying time with people and knowing like not everyone is meant to be with you not everyone is meant to you're, you're not meant to spend the rest of your life with every single person that you date so dating for fun but also having those healthy boundaries and saying okay you know what this is too much this is disturbing my peace and that's not the woman that i am the woman that i am is a queen i only accept queen giving energy you treat me like a queen you respect me you love me and that's all i'm gonna accept so yeah <laughs> but yeah just really really step into who you are meant to be which is your highest self that's that's what you deserve you really deserve someone not only someone to love you but you deserve to love yourself to that fullest extent and i know it's easier said than done it's a process it doesn't happen overnight but it starts with the small little things and the awareness that you have about who you are as a person and why you've been allowing for people to again overstep those boundaries but thank you so much for tuning in i thank you so much for the support and i'll see you on my next one